Shyness Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. And that's all there is. Everybody who's not on this is no longer a Chatfield girl. Oh, no. So, so if you thought so, send in a self-addressed stamped envelope with your sorry letter, your apology. (laughs) We have to go old school for this. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so important. (laughs) We have to take action. For our official documents, they have to get it notarized, too. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Hi. Hi, girls. It's me, your sister Holly. How are you? Great. So great. It's it's so weird to not be the hit new podcast still. We just regular aged. Just regular. Uh, Shelly, what did you do this weekend, my friend? Yesterday, we went to a pumpkin patch here in Utah, and there was so many fun things and, and adventures to do. I did my very first ever corn maze, which we've covered on this podcast, and I can now say, I don't think I liked it very much. <laughs> it gave me actually a migraine. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because, because as you're passing through all the stalks of corn, there's like light flashing, flashing into like shadow light, shadow light, shadow light. <laughs> I think it gave me a migraine. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not what I want to talk about really. Because I mean, there were other things. There was apple cider donuts. There was a uh, duck racing, which was you take like like a water pump and you like pump it, pump it and like race a little rubber ducky. Oh, they're not real ducks. You just scare them across the finish line. (laughs) Not really duckies. Uh, But the the craziest thing that I'd never heard of or seen and and never encountered in my life was something called a corn pit. (laughs) And it's like a sandbox, but it's all like dried corn you'd use to make popcorn or something. And it was the wildest thing I've ever seen. There were kids literally, there was one toddler who was just lying there like so relaxed with huge sunglasses on, just like letting himself be like buried in corn, so relaxed. And like kids just like playing like crazy in the corn. I wasn't exactly sure what to think. (laughs) Now I have two questions. One, were those kids sunglasses, the big kind, like the joke Overly big kind. <laughs> no, they were just like obviously belonged to one of his parents. They okay, were, they were that big, not not comically large. Oh no, that ruins that whole visual for me. But my <laughs> other question is, Kelly, have you heard of a corn pit? I had because I've lived in Utah for quite some time. But did you know what it was? No. Well, when Shelly said corn pit first, I thought of like a little cartoon corn corn on the cob with uh-huh. one of the leaves just like sticking right up and like look at my corn pit <laughs> <laughs> his delicious corn pit yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what i thought at first so i'm glad she explained it because i i mean not even that i've never heard of it before but i would have never thought to do something like that before i don't know why who thought of it why did they think of it why is it popular? I had so many questions. <laughs> but Holly, you said it's uh, it's quite the thing here in Utah. And so I'm assuming it is in other, you know, states where they grow lots of corn. 
You know, I've been to other states where they grow lots of corn, and I've never seen a corn pit there. Um, but what I have seen is a lot of corn stalks, and that's where they do the mazes. Uh-huh. And also, that's where the children of the corn live. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Um, but can I tell you one cool thing about the corn maze? Not the corn pit, because pretty much the only other cool thing about that was there was a sign that said, people lose multiple, like, people lose their wedding rings every year. Please keep track of your rings. <laughs> 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 that was, like, the one main warning. That's funny. Uh, but in the corn maze, there was three mazes. One was, like, short, and it was only, like, a 0.4 miles. The The next, the medium one, was a mile Almost two miles, and then the other one was almost five miles. <laughs> if oh you my did goodness. all the all the thing, which is crazy, all of that. But there was little games inside to keep you entertained, <laughs> and that was kind of fun. There was in the in the littlest one, find some animal prints that you color with a crayon, and in the middle one, there was a game of Clue where you have to stop and try and find all the clues in it to find out which animal kidnapped the farmer. <laughs> What? Oh, no. And then in the final one, there was like, like, you're a spy and something, something, and scratch off this, like, card every time you reach a certain milestone, and then you find out all the clues. (laughs) That was fun. Did it help you at all get out of the maze? Well, we we only accomplished the shortest of the ones. We got extremely lost in the middlest one, and then just... Just went back through the start and then never tried another one. <laughs> oh, I was imagining you like shot up a flare and were like, help us. <laughs> no, but I did hear one mom say, we have to stick together. I didn't bring my flare gun. And part of me was thinking she was being sarcastic, but she also did kind of sound like she was being serious. So <laughs> I wasn't sure what to think. But yeah, so corn, so corn maze, corn pit, everything was just, it was wild. <laughs> Wild and strange. Kelly, you're you're pregnant. Is this helping or hurting? <laughs> this is great for my brain, but if a single sweet were to touch my tongue, I would probably barfola. So <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Well, I know something that won't make you barfola. It is this topic for this week because you came up with it and Julie is not here because she had a baby a couple of weeks ago and um, I texted her this topic after you pitched it, Kelly, and I said, how have we not done this yet? It's the perfect topic. And she said, I agree. And and for the prize, Kelly gets my baby. <laughs> oh. oh, is that what I'm having? <laughs> You're having Julie's baby she just had. <laughs> oh, not your baby. But yeah, Julie's. Okay, I can deal with that. They'd, they'd, yeah. be, be, they'd be like 10 months apart. That's cool. Yeah. My my baby is my babies are ten and eight years. <laughs> are you into that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, me too. Okay, well <laughs> that's the topic for this week. Is Kelly into adopting my children? <laughs> oh, that's a perfect topic. How have we never done that? <laughs> Would you like to know today's topic, Shell? I thought I already did, but I guess <laughs> tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> today's topic is Road trips. Have we not done this before? Wow. Good job, Kel. <laughs> Thanks. I just, I've been to, um, to Vegas four times in three days. So, wow. I figure road trips would be a great one. Yeah. Can you give the Shelly gang an idea of how much of a road trip that is for you? 
two and a half hours one way. So that is a, a road trip. And then Kelly said it. And I was like, that's literally the perfect topic for this podcast. She is going to be pro road trips and I'm going to be anti road trips. And Shelly, there's no sister expert to help you on your, your vision quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I guess I just have to do all this peyote by myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's the coolest sentence ever said. (laughs) Kelly, will you please tell Shelly why she should like road trips? Of course. So Shelly and I have been on a couple of road trips, and I know she has been on a couple of road trips with other friends and siblings and family and everything. So I don't actually know if you like them, but I will try to convince you that even if you had bad memories on a road trip, that they will turn into good memories. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be that kind of therapy where you like regress me (laughs) so I can heal my wounds. (laughs) Exactly. It's EMDR. When I asked my husband for help, because I love road trips anyway, but... I wanted to get a different view. So I asked my husband, I said, what do you like about road trips? And his first instinct was Chinese fire drills. <laughs> cool. That, that, I would have done that on our episode about traffic signals, not road trips. <laughs> that I mean, on on a road trip, how many times would you do those? <laughs> I I don't know. You can do them as many times as you want. That's the fun part. And especially how long the road trip is. Like, if you want to get, like, 10 Chinese fire drills in, you can spread them out. Or if it's a really short road trip, then you can do them every, like, 10 minutes. Wow. (laughs) Really keep things going. That would be kind of a wild thing to, like, schedule into your trip. Like, all right, every 10 minutes. It's kind of like how when we were kids on road trips – Mom and dad would sometimes like let us like every hour or so like switch seats so people, you know, weren't getting crazy bored sitting where they were. It's just like, okay, now let's do that, but everyone has to run around the car. <laughs> hey, why not? Stretch your legs. That's the fun way to stretch your legs. But mom and dad would rarely stop the car to do that. So how fast can you run? <laughs> That's true. You have to do all the cars still moving. <laughs> yeah it's true dad wouldn't even slow down and we would just switch seats so (laughs) can we all run 75 miles an hour (laughs) hey there's another that's my next point we can run really fast miles an hour yeah that's how we learn how to run real fast (laughs) yeah we're like that guy who just ran an under two hour uh marathon. marathon And he learned because his parents wouldn't slow down on road trips when they would do their <laughs> fire drills. Exactly. Next point is our bodies can bend in interesting ways sometimes, but we won't really know how they bend uh-huh. unless we're on a road trip and we have to nap in weird positions. This sounded like it was going to start being like, our bodies can bend in crazy ways and you'll never know until you get in a horrible car accident. <laughs> I was thinking 
Our bodies can bend in incredible ways and we'll never know until we get out of a car to stretch because, oh my gosh, we've been sitting down for so long and we just really need to pop out that kink or whatever. I mean, all our points are valid. Equally valid. Yes, and they're all pro, so (laughs) go for it. Yeah, it's but it is true. Napping on a road trip does make you find out how to origami your body into crazy but comfortable ways. Comfortable for like 10 minutes and then you fall asleep and then you realize, oh man, my leg's asleep. I have to move. But I mean, you still get in another interesting position after that. Or you're like, your sister has let you put your head on her lap and then now she's put the Game Boy in your face and you don't want that anymore. (laughs) Sisters don't do that. There's no sister on this podcast who's done that to any of her sisters. I think I can't ever, I can't, I can't name names and I can't, can't give the receipts, but I'm sure that happened at least once on a road trip growing up (laughs) because we've had, we had a Game Boy. Well, Holly had a Game Boy. Holly had two Game Boys. (laughs) Okay, that's not fair. I had one Game Boy. It got stolen out of our car. Then the car insurance made it so we could buy another one. And then that one is currently in my possession. I've been playing Kirby nonstop for like a month. (laughs) That's the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) My my mother-in-law actually got addicted to Nintendo Switch. And uh-huh. she has been playing it for a couple of months. Which Kirby? I, well, she, Kirby is on there, but I don't think she's played it. But there you go. Another pro is that you can play fun games in the car. Uh, what kind? Besides, besides Game Boy, <laughs> what would you say are fun car games? Well, even when you're driving, you can play the license plate game. Or like Holly taught us, the Padiddle game. Another point is that I don't know if you've ever felt this. When you're on a road trip, you see familiar cars, whether you know, you're know you just driving or then you stop at a rest stop and then you're on the road again and you see the same car and you're like, I just passed you. And obviously you're going in the same direction. So you innerly feel like you're racing them. So you always uh-huh. want to go faster than them. So you get a race out of it. See, for me, it's not racing. For me, it's like, there's a road buddy. <laughs> like, hey, road buddy, we're going through this together. <laughs> like, you get me, I get you. You know, I maybe won't see you for 50 miles, but then I'll see you again. <laughs> and then it always feels like sad when they're exiting, like to another highway or something. It's like, oh, well, good journey <laughs> for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. When David Connor and I went to Utah for a friend's wedding a couple years ago, well, we were we were racing people. <laughs> so, so speeding, very fun to do on a road hey, trip. Hey, you know what? Some people go uh, under or like right at the speed limit, not even like uh-huh. the four over or whatever. So uh-huh. just four because, over. What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> four over the speed limit? Oh, is that a thing? Four? <laughs> yeah. Seems like, seems like a wild number. <laughs> Kelly's husband was in the uh, the the enforcement of the law. Uh-huh. What do you call that? Oh, the law enforcement business. <laughs> and he knows all the tricks, tips, and zips. 
I don't even know what that is, but I'm not in the law enforcement business. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it it is rumored that if you only go four over, they can't catch you for, you know, they won't write you a ticket because you're not, you're still in like the same number zone. So they won't write you a ticket. But again, that's rumored. So I don't know how true <laughs> that is. But <laughs> well, your your husband needs to like find out then from like uh, Highway Patrol. <laughs> Be like, give me an exact number. <laughs> Is it four? <laughs> you could shake your head. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. You can shake or nod and <laughs> say the opposite. Tyler also brought up that when you stop at gas stations and you go inside to use the bathroom or whatever, sometimes you will see very unique items. Like there will be cute beanies or, you know, we have actually found some superhero like wall mounts that, you know, we couldn't find anywhere else or little like name placards or whatever. There are just some unique things in some gas stations. That's true. That's true. Actually, the last time I stopped at a gas station on a road trip, I won't say if I liked it or not, but uh, I, w- I went in. I went in with my my nephew Jack, and we were just looking around at some things to buy. And he found the Holy Grail. I can't even remember what he called it. He's like my perfect thing or something like that of fruit of a uh, gummy snacks. <laughs> it was it was like a a multi mixed pack of like bottles and rings and worms and bears and whatever and he's like this is the best thing i've ever seen (laughs) and then you bought it for him because you're such a nice aunt (laughs) well because it was perfect how could i say no (laughs) (laughs) hey uh, if i just call everything that i want you to buy me perfect (laughs) will you get it for me probably (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) well that actually leads into one of my other points is that road trip snacks can be super fun like fruit by the foot tongue tattoo ones oh yeah baby when we were kids we didn't get those kinds of snacks unless we were going on a road trip because our dad didn't want us to have those things. So we always took advantage of road trips. So we get super cool snacks. What were some other snacks? Uh, Really for me, it's all about like a juice box or a Capri Sun. For me, I remember when we were littler, it was like a boxed chocolate milk. What about a sleeve of Chips Ahoy? Yes. (laughs) Or or those uh, like cookies that have m&ms in them the like chips deluxe yeah rainbow chips i remember those what about the like fudge sandwich ones the keebler ones oh uh uh-huh that are shaped like the little elves yes i remember our our sister judith apparently ate those a lot in college and i always like thought that was really cool so whenever I <laughs> ate them, I felt like I was making her proud. <laughs> that's the mature <laughs> cookie. That's that's when you know you're grown up. Forget <laughs> a Milano. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mint Milanos. <laughs> yeah. Or do you remember when mom would bring uh, the reasons in car trips and they'd be like oh, all melty? Yeah. 
Very quickly, lightning round. What is your now most preferred road trip snack? Shelly, you can say just a snack that you like. You don't have to say whether you like love road trips or no. Um, Come back to me. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, Shell, do you like to make a decision? <laughs> I just, I I may even say two things when you do come back to me. Oh, perfect. Kelly, what about you? <laughs> well, before I was pregnant, it actually wasn't a snack. It was actually a drink. So it was a rock star or a bang. I don't even know what that second one is. <laughs> it's like the basically a healthier energy drink that has less sodium. Got it. My preferred road trip snack is controversial. It's a chocolate-covered Almond milk Yum. chocolate only. Thank How you. How is that controversial? That is delicious. Because uh, a, a chocolate snack in a hot car says, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, I, I get it. All right. I am going to say two <sighs> licorice uh, and mint Milanos still. <laughs> together i no 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 no. (laughs) yes 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 licorice has a very specific job for me on a road trip keep me awake (laughs) and milanos milanos are just delicious when you go to gas stations and fast food joints you're basically showing how much money you have and that's a cool thing to do that's why when Kelly goes into like a McDonald's on the road or a gas station, she always has like the big wads of cash that she like licks her fingers and like peels off bills. Yeah, that's why I have a money clip. <laughs> She's like, give me hmm, $50 on pump seven and just like throws a handful of cash. <laughs> Unbeknownst to, to you, it's all coins. <laughs> oh, no. In a money clip. <laughs> no, you have one of those belts that, like, the people at uh, the drive-ins have. Like, like Sonic. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That, that makes my point even better. <laughs> I wish I had thought of that. This makes me feel like you also dress up really fancy, like, (laughs) for the car. (laughs) You're, like, road tripping. I'm one of those. Yeah, my fanciest clothes and really high heels. (laughs) So depending on the weather, you can see wonderful, beautiful places. Because <laughs> if it's if it's bad weather, you can't see where. Like you would see the places, whether or not, unless I guess there's really bad fog, <laughs> then you don't even know where you are, <laughs> or really bad snow. All snow is bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But so you're saying there can be beautiful weather to look at that increases the beauty of where you're driving. Yes. Not just that it is allows you to see where you are. <laughs> mother mother nature. <laughs> she knows. Yes. She's like she's like only drive in the dark through this city because you won't want to see it. It's not that beautiful anyway. <laughs> okay. Very last point. When you're in the car, you can do cool things like listen to podcasts. Wink wink. i like that what else do you like to do in the car kill it depends on how tired i am (laughs) it's asleep is one of your things no because when i'm driving and i'm like zombied out i get really like punch drunk 
Uh-huh. And so I think of weird things. It's like philosophy. It's not even philosophy for <laughs> dummies. <laughs> it's like not philosophy for dummies, but it's like silly things that you that really don't need to be thought about. <laughs> you just like to have funny thoughts in the car. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It makes me so weird, but it's so good. <laughs> cool. Uh, Shelly, ask me what I like to do in the car on road trips. What? Well, what do you like to do in the car on road trips? Who says I do anything in a car on road trips? <laughs> well, that's why I wasn't going to ask you because you're going con. You're going anti. So I wouldn't expect you to say like, here's the 12 fun things I like to do in the car on road trips. Oh, and by the way, I hate it. <laughs> I hate having fun. Well, I do have five reasons why you shouldn't like road trips, and I would like to say them. Is that okay with you, Shelly? Yes. Shelly, listen to my points or else. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have five points. Here's the first one. Okay, Shelly, don't like road trips because there are increasingly modern conveniences that are much better than a road trip. Shelly, here is the entire history of road trips across the ages. One, a man went across a land bridge. That was a road trip. And then Pangea broke up. It died. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Then the Huns tried to cross the wall of Great Wall of China. And they said, ah, I can't do it. Thanks, Mulan, for nothing. <laughs> and then um, and then there were boats that went across the ocean. And they said, there are no roads here. We'll make some in the new land. And then they did. And then they said, horses, 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 horses. And then they said, but what about horsepower? And then they said, or whatever Tim the Tool Man Taylor says. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I knew exactly what you were doing. (laughs) And then Tim the Tool Man Taylor said, but what of the sky? (laughs) Tim the Tool Man Taylor invented flight. (laughs) He invented flying machines. Wow. He was the first one to be curious about the sky. (laughs) And then Elon Musk said, uh, excuse me, sir. And then <laughs> Tim the Tool Man Taylor said, Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Muppet now. <laughs> and then they had a really interesting intellectual discourse, and then planes. Oh, and then Elon Musk said, But wait, we could go higher. <laughs> now, road trip to Mars. <laughs> but he also said we could go lower because he's trying to make tunnels underneath the ground to drive in. So he said, when they go low, we go high and low. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And that is the story of road trips across the ages. I feel like as someone who studied travel and tourism in college, I feel like I'm sad that I didn't get this full story. I feel like they, I had a hole in my education, but now it's filled in. Thank you. (laughs) So Shelly, road trips were the past. They were they were Tim the Tool Man Taylor, but we ourselves <laughs> the era of the tool man. <laughs> we are Elon Musk. And and that is what it says on my jersey that I made you here. Here on the back. <laughs> we are Elon Musk. And then it's like not the Tesla, like where the number is, it's not the Tesla, but it's like 
kind of looks like a lightning bolt, but not really. <laughs> he is the lightning thief, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I don't want to be Elon Musk? <laughs> Shelly, that's just the name of the era we are in history. <laughs> we're, we're, okay, we're in the Musk era. <laughs> <laughs> and, be, and, and he says, not road trip, air trip, space trip. Mind trip. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's my first point. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> Shelly, you shouldn't like road trips because everyone's travel ethoses are different, and it's difficult to reconcile that in such a small space as a car. <laughs> Shelly, I don't know if you know this, but I love to be on time. Crazy about it. Just <laughs> you love do. it. You love it. I also love the morning and just hate the afternoon. Uh-huh. I also really don't like when people make me stop to do things like go to the bathroom or get a snack or look at a view. <laughs> okay, so you, you're all about the business of driving. Yes, and guess what? There are not too many people who share my ethos. <laughs> yeah, there are some people whose bladders just can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's be- it's based on their ethos, not on their like oh, on just their body. It's not it's not a physical thing, it's a mental thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They just need to get that mind strong. <laughs> but uh I I luckily married someone who shares my ethos and he and I just leave so early in the morning on a road trip if we do one and then we we stop nary to pee or eat or gas um, of any kind. Never to fart. <laughs> oh, man. Gross. <laughs> you sound like my son on last week's episode. He did talk a lot about that, and I loved it. It was very good. So, um, yeah. So... And you know there are there is something to be said for a variety of of viewpoints and mindsets but you know what cars are tiny and when there are a lot of mindsets in one car who knows what will happen it's you know how they say something is a powder keg uh-huh that was the name of my first car was powder keg <laughs> oh cool and that's where the phrase actually came from. <laughs> <laughs> that one experience that happened in that car on a road trip and 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 it never happened again because I because <laughs> you and Caleb rule with an iron fist in your car now. <laughs> of course we do. And and we've raised our two children to be exactly the same way. <laughs> They've never had any problems where maybe you've had to stop because of puking or any other reason. <laughs> I do have one son, and that one son <laughs> on road trips was notorious for throwing up at least once a road trip, if not multiple times, and frequently in the same place at the top of Cajon Pass in Southern <laughs> California. He's thrown up there so many times. <laughs> but you can't stop because his ethos can't mess up your ethos. <laughs> no, power through. <laughs> So so that's my second point, is that it's just, it's hard. It's too difficult. It's not worth it to do it. My third point is that you shouldn't like road trips because, sorry to that man, Robert Frost, there are no longer roads less traveled. <laughs> I think the movie Cars would have something to say about that. 
Yeah, but you know what? What happens at the end of Cars, Shelly? I don't remember. (laughs) It's been a while. Kelly? Which Cars? The first one? Yeah. They fall in love, and he goes back to Radiator Springs. And is it popping off? What? Is it fair? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry I didn't mean to make you mad by saying that. Jeez. How dare you? <laughs> is it popping off? What does that even mean? In, in Radiator Springs, are there now a lot of people there? Is there a lot of business, a lot of cars? That's, oh my that is what she means. <laughs> you know, they get those neon lights fixed and now it's just oh. popping off. <laughs> oh. Yes. It. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> so, so... Robert Frost uh, was was a man, and I read a lot of his essays and all of his poetry, so much good stuff. But you know what? That was then. That was even before the era of Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, this is the Musk era, the Elon Musk era. And, uh, and so that means every road has been, is equally traveled. <laughs> that's that's what it means. And and so Robert Frost encouraged us to take the road less traveled, but how are we supposed to do that when they're all equally traveled? <laughs> that seems mathematically impossible <laughs> that every road is exactly as traveled as the others. Did you learn that in your travel and tourism mathematics class, Shelley, in college? <laughs> My statistics of travel, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what did you learn in your Pixar class? I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I didn't have it. I skipped that part of my education. <laughs> I took I took a language instead. <laughs> <laughs> and that language was sign language. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So yeah, there are no longer roads less traveled. My next point is that you shouldn't like road trips because their pure definition is unknowable. How long does one need to be in the car to constitute a road trip QED quad erat demonstratum? <laughs> you're saying, so you're saying there's no like dictionary, like, like uh, the Oxford Dictionary states that road trip is between two hours and 24 hours in the car. <laughs> like, so you're saying since that doesn't exist, then they are an unknowable entity. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, because really, like, Kelly said that her, she went on a road trip that was two and a half hours. To me, that's not a road trip. That's just, I'm going two and a half hours away from here. But also, if someone said, I just took a road trip and it was 300 hours. I'd say, that seems excessive. Is that a road trip or is that a death wish? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, especially if you're driving in a powder keg. That seems (laughs) dangerous. You're flirting with danger. So because of that, I say I move to strike road trips from the record and we just end this podcast because I did say QED. Okay, and you not only said QED, but you said the actual Latin words, which is very fancy. (laughs) Thank you. And I didn't learn that on a road trip. (laughs) That would be pretty crazy if you were, like, listening to, like, learn Latin, like, 
<laughs> tape in the car. <laughs> I I bet someone's done that before, but I actually learned it from the School of Hard Knocks, which it is <laughs> stationary. Okay. Was it popping off? <laughs> Always. It, dodging right and left these neon lights. <laughs> okay, so so I feel like there's not really a lot to go over with that because well, I guess I'm just like you just said like you can't know it so like we can't really there's nothing really to say I mean I guess because <laughs> I, mean, I don't think there is like a textbook definition of like this is exactly like you must see this many vistas and this many beautiful sights and drive for this many hours and that is a road trip and if you do anything else no like. But what would you call a car ride then that's like, I am going from city A to a city in a different state, B, and it was 10 hours to get there. What is that called then, if not a road trip? (laughs) I'm glad that you brought that up because that leads me to my last point. Okay. Okay. As I've made mention before, I've alluded to this, that I, in fact, have been on several road trips. And by several, I mean just an embarrassing amount of road trips. (laughs) Okay. Over the course of my life. And um, frankly, I just much rather call it what it actually is. And that's a pavement safari. (laughs) Okay. Explain. (laughs) Road trips are not um, created equal. As we mentioned in length or in destination or in roads. Uh Uh-huh. What they are equal in is uh, is pavement. Everybody's <laughs> driving on some good old pavement, and you're listening to the band Pavement. Is that Everybody. A band? Oh yeah, my husband loves Pavement. Wow, I feel like I'm learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, you can't just call a thing a road trip because what is a road trip? No one knows. But if you say, I'm going on a pavement safari, that's anything where uh, the rubber meets the road and, <laughs> uh, and, and you are seeing the sights and the sights is that pavement, though. But just the pavement? <laughs> so, like, when someone says, like, I have gone on an African safari, they're like, I'm just seeing Africa. <laughs> that is the only thing. Like, I'm not – the animals don't care. <laughs> so, like, you're saying a pavement safari is like, look at this pavement. It looks like it was paved recently. Or, like, look at that pavement. It looks like it ha- this road hasn't been repaved since 1997. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, what I'm saying is that if you're saying I'm going on an African safari, like, the ev- – Africa is like the place, the experience, the everything. Like you can say African safari and everyone is catching that vibe. But if you say I'm going on a road trip, that could mean nearly anything. But if you say I'm going on a pavement safari, they're saying (laughs) your eyes will be looking at some pavement. And I know that in my heart. But I feel like then you have to be like enjoying the pavement part. <laughs> like, well, does everyone on an African safari enjoy it when they get eaten by a lion? <laughs> Is that always part of the itinerary? I don't know. I've never been on one. But what I do know is that on my pavement safaris, I'm always looking at that pavement. <laughs> it sounds exciting. And I'm listening to that pavement. <laughs> so, Shelly, don't like road trips. They have caused already in this podcast a lot of problems, and you don't need that in your life. 
and I love you, and please choose mine. <laughs> the desperation, please. <laughs> well, it sounded more like she just gave up at the end. Like, I can't give any more feeling and emotion to this. Just please, please, I love you. <laughs> But now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most very podcaster, Shelly Allison. Shelly, what do you think about road trips? I'm very glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, your daughter Lucy mentioned how he's the most vampiric podcaster like many times the other day. I liked it. She's a cool girl. So I am very glad that she said that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you both brought up a lot of great points about road trips. Um, Some of them more things I would have thought of than others (laughs) because uh, QED – Great use of that. I mean, that that makes that whole point. <laughs> the fact that Holly said QED. Um, <laughs> but some of, I feel like some of Holly's other points were very esoteric for something that I, I felt was a little bit more down to earth, a la road trips. <laughs> um, so, yes, road trips, I guess, could be slightly considered old-fashioned i mean we do have more modern conveyances airplanes being one of them uh someday soon rockets to space (laughs) someday soon someday soon uh and i know my husband would want to do one of those kind of vacations but and you can't go on a road trip to space (laughs) like they said in the old days when they were sailing across the (laughs) oceans no roads here (laughs) we must build them So someday when they make roads on the moon and on Mars, will we go on road trips there or will it be something else like those that cool land speeder from Star Wars? Maybe. But I do know that cars are old fashioned, but also not so much (laughs) that people still use them a lot. (laughs) We haven't switched to an all flying way of moving about. And also, the fact that road trip is unknowable, I guess, is technically kind of true. I'm not sure there is an exact definition. But I would also say that it's you know one when you see one. <laughs> you know a road trip when you see it. I think, I think I don't agree that Pavement Safari is a better name for a thing. I mean, <laughs> it is entertaining, but it's wild also. <laughs> and I feel like road trip is already a part of the popular vernacular. You would have to work pretty hard to have a 100% switch over to pavement safari. <laughs> It'd be like trying to convert the U.S. over to metric. I'm just not sure it's going to happen. And also, I just I just feel like pavement safari, is. it sounds like that is a means to an end of itself, where I feel like a lot of road trips, you do them to get somewhere. You're you're tripping on the road to (laughs) somewhere. Not a lot of people just drive around. I'm sure some people do, but I don't think that's the majority. Because driving in the car is a fine fine thing to do, but it's also not the best thing to do. And I'm not sure where I'm going to come down on this topic, (laughs) because I like both of, I like both camps i am sort of against (laughs) road trips in the fact that they take so long sometimes to get like across this great great nation takes so many days of driving and that's long and 
it it, it does turn into a powder keg <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, there there is not a lot of square footage, like Holly mentioned, in a car, and that means sometimes people's uh, ethos are are <laughs> conflicting. Sometimes feelings are hurt. Sometimes. Like, let's say one person does not want to listen to any more Weird Al because we've been listening to him for days and days on end. <laughs> and maybe my ethos is not anymore for now. <laughs> so there's there are negatives to road trips, but I think I'm a little bit more <laughs> on the pro side. And here is – so I'm like maybe like 60% pro road trip, 40% gone, maybe. Okay, Shelly. By the end of your part, you have to make a pure decision. It doesn't have to be unanimous, <laughs> but it does have to be concrete. Okay. Well, I think con- concretely, yes, road trips. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I sound like when I'm very concrete. <laughs> because here's the thing. I I do think that road trips can show you sights you're not used to seeing Especially if you do happen to take the roads that are slightly less traveled by. (laughs) (laughs) Which ones? None. Um, But even if you're just driving on like a freeway, then you're you're you know seeing some beautiful sights. You're you're seeing like some nice weather. Like our mom used to really enjoy uh, the fluffy clouds we would see on lots of road trips, and I I love you know some fun you know weather. And when you're driving at night, you even get to see lots of fun stars that you wouldn't normally see. Because especially where we normally road trip, it, there's a lot of desert, a lot of empty desert. So it makes the stars really beautiful when it's dark. You do get to play some car-specific games that would feel weird to play on like a shorter, like just going, you know, to the grocery store kind of drive. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure you couldn't play like the license plate game very well in that or like my husband's family used to play a lot like the alphabet game where you find words in the alphabet mm-hmm. <laughs> so lots of fun games you do get to listen to f- some things again that maybe you wouldn't listen to all the time like pavement or <laughs> <laughs> or like a book on tape or you know lots of podcasts what do we listen to a lot growing up shelly we listen to a lot of music musicals yes <laughs> or uh sesame street sing-alongs <laughs> a musical in its own right that we should put up someday yes and the smothers brothers and the smothers brothers and pdq bach pdq bach there was some very there we had a very uh like some things we only ever listened to in the car so it was always fun to then be like oh we're getting excited for a road trip because that means we get to listen to the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> or like all like choose parts and sing along with the fan of the opera or, you know, whatever. So there's there's fun things you get to listen to. Uh, there are some fun things at gas stations that, you know, you wouldn't see at a gas station just in like your hometown. Like the gas station in the middle of nowhere, like sometimes has like toys or like weird local foods or whatever. That's fun. Um, I don't typically show off my wealth <laughs> like Kelly. <laughs> but, you know what? But you secretly do when you stop at anywhere. That's true because, you know, and like if you're road tripping far from home, you get to, you know, stop and go to the places you wouldn't normally go, like try out different restaurants, try out, you know, different kinds of food. And so you're getting kind of like 
you're on your way to a place like visiting family or to go on a vacation. And along the way, you're kind of getting a mini vacation. And so that's like what's fun about a road trip. So and for my son, I will say he gets to play a lot more computer in a day than normal. (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes on road trips, everyone's just like you reach that point where everyone just wants to be doing their own thing everyone's like got headphones in and listening to their own thing or doing their own thing or reading their own thing or whatever or driving so, their own thing driving their own thing <laughs> watching the pavement as much as they want <laughs> <laughs> if that's their thing <laughs> uh, so so i think it's fun i think it's a fun thing to do and it's not every vacation i like to do a road trip but i don't mind a good road trip so here yeah. we go Shelly, will you tell the Shelly gang who you last went on a road trip with? Her name is Holly. <laughs> and <laughs> she wouldn't let me drive at all. And uh Okay, I was trying to be thoughtful because Shelly Gang, guess what? Our shy little Shelly is also a nervous driver. Shock, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but yeah, so so we went down to visit uh Chatfield HQ and it was fun. I think we had a good time. The pavement was beautiful that time of year. It was so beautiful. <laughs> and I and I woke up a lot earlier than I normally would. <laughs> Except not even as early. Holly did graciously allow us to sleep in one extra hour than she would normally do on a road trip. <laughs> so but yeah, we had I think we had a good time even though there was some traffic. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on road trips with us. And now we are moving on to our segment, Kid Jokes. Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes. I don't want to do Kid Jokes. And in this segment, we, uh, we have sown the seeds of having kids purely for this segment. And now we get to reap and what well, we sowed. What is it that people say? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And the things that we reaped today were jokes from my children, Jack, age 10, and Lucy, age 8. They told me jokes about their new baby cousin, Julie's daughter, Baby Valley. Are you ready for three Baby Valley kid jokes? I'm so ready. They are challenging. So (laughs) get ready. What do you call the tiniest valley around? What? What? A baby valley. (laughs) (laughs) That was Jack. Um, Here's a good Lucy one. What do you call a newborn valley? (laughs) What? Baby valley. (laughs) I like these are these are very conceptual. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Here's the last most conceptual of them all by my son jack what do you grow in a baby valley what peppers (laughs) (laughs) this one is challenging (laughs) but i don't know why and i thought it would probably be better not to ask and just let the mystery float around us <laughs> That's like in one of the Miss Piggle Wiggle books. Where the kid won't take a bath and she grows a garden on him because he gets so much dirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Baby Valley, time to take a bath. <laughs> or else Mrs. Piggle Wiggle will eat a carrot off of you. 
<laughs> or a pepper. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, this has been our segment, Kid Jokes. Kid jokes, kid jokes, kid jokes, kid jokes. I don't want to do kid jokes. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And for all the episodes, we like just to be with you and hang out with you. We hope you liked listening to Jack and Jet, mine and Shelly's sons, with Shelly last week. If you missed it, you might want to check it out because, again, there are some challenging... <laughs> Hard to swallow things, including <laughs> putting two American flags on the moon and then putting a flake, putting a fake plant between them, yes. or plastic eating bugs that also love bone marrow. <laughs> These are very challenging ideas. <laughs> and honestly, I love to be challenged. I'm my brain is so bored all the time. And I've just got to know, what kind of bugs eat bone marrow? And how do they get to them? And how do I stop them? <laughs> yeah, you know, if you if you want to stretch your mind by hearing the wild perspectives of two 10-year-old boys, <laughs> join us for last week's episode. <laughs> and for this week's episode, we are back to our normal, easy-to-understand topics and points. <laughs> 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 but Shelly Gang, if you want to find more of our episodes, you can go to ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. And there you can find our social media pages. You can find some pictures of us and you can find biographies of all sisters and no peppers. Oh, man. <laughs> if you can find the Easter egg with the Sergeant Pepper biography... <laughs> then you can join the Lonely Hearts Club band. Ooh, oh, exciting. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, that's exciting. Yeah, no purchase required. <laughs> but we, none of us could do it because we're part of the company. <laughs> Many will enter, few will win. <laughs> but Shelly Gang, mostly, just please leave uh, a review for us on the podcast catcher of your choice uh just let us know what what you like what you don't like if you don't like pepper jokes we'll kick them right out that's not <laughs> a part of our ethos about podcasting but you know what it is the shelly gang we love you guys and with that thank you and i love you and goodbye bye 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 Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?